look at Wade's van. An emotional help. I love me unconditionally. My parents were awesome. So we can help others. Hey guys, we're back. 2717, Iron Sharpening Iron. And I've got my brother Merritt Vaughn. Good to see everybody. <laughs> Happy uh, belated Thanksgiving and a little early uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we haven't been together in a while. Right? I know. I, we filmed, I guess, maybe a month ago. And then yeah. you were out, I was out, and yep. we did uh, some some follow-ups on some of our thoughts over the holidays and and uh, tracking a little bit of our, our 70 day challenge. Yeah. And uh, I know you've been sick, uh, <laughs> so awful. you haven't been doing your workouts probably yeah, like, no. like you want, uh, but we're ready to rock, man. We're getting back in it. Uh, but today's topic, Merritt, is something, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about a, a lot of spiritual things, um, a lot of kingdom things, uh, but, but today we're gonna shift back to business yeah. because we know as one of our pillars Businesses are calling. That's right. right. Building the kingdom, but but through business That's right. and influence. And in order for our businesses to be successful, if you're out there, and you're wanting to start a business, or you have a business, and you're you're trying to get it to that next level, or, or solve some problems that you're having, you've got to do something that Merit does very well, and I'm I'm trying to do more of, and that's uh, strategic planning. And so I think uh, we're going to unpack that and and talk about it. Heck yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Um, so, uh, one of the scriptures that you'll hear a lot of people talk, and look, you know, I'm involved in 21 different businesses. I'm a business guy, but I believe the best business book ever written is the Bible, right? It, it's, it's our, it's our, it's, it's what we use. Yeah. So I am going to unpack a little bit of scripture because it's part of it, right? And I, you don't even have to be a student of the Bible. You're going to know this passage, yeah. right? Proverbs 27, 18, 29, 18. Where there is no vision, the people will perish, right? We've all heard that. Now, the, the passage that I looked at this morning was out of the NIV, and it says where there is no revelation, the people will perish, okay? Mm -hmm. The revelation, when you interpret it in the Greek, means vision, so it's all accurate. But here's another aspect of this. It means message from God. Mm. So let me say that in the Greek, if I could, where there is no message from God, the people will perish. So as we begin our talk on planning and, and vision casting and the things that, um, you know, maybe you're the leader of your company, the leader of your business, maybe you're not, but maybe that's kind of why you're watching this because maybe yeah. you hope you will be. Yeah. There's no greater role that Wade has and that I have and that Talon has, because we may be leading our family, we may be leading a business, we may be leading multiple businesses, whatever you're doing, yeah. it's our role to cast vision. And what does that mean? It means we're hearing from God, yeah. that we're pressing into Him and we're saying, okay, God, what are you saying? What's the next chapter? What are we going to do? Because, <clears throat> you know, um, businesses involve people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as we're rolling these things out, I mean, gosh, I, I can get into business mode where you kind of detach from the people side of it and it's just X's and O's and you're making the decision, you're rolling. Yeah. And I've looked up and I've hurt people. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, who wants to be successful and yeah. you're walking around and you know, you look at somebody that works for you and they go, yeah. you know, you, you hurt them. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I don't think most anybody wants to be that person. Yeah. So 
as we kick this off, and I know we're going to do a little yin and yang on this wave, yeah. uh, I think it's very important to remember is where there is no vision or where we're not hearing from God, the people will perish. So keep your ear tuned, be sensitive to what God's saying, and because he want, He's going to lead us to blessing, guys. That's yeah. the whole thing. It's yeah. not like you're going, well, if I hear from God, what if He doesn't want me to grow my business? No, He wants you to grow your business, right? He wants you to resource the kingdom. That's kind of what this whole, you know, part of our seven pillars is, you know, and yeah. I, I tell all my business buddies, including you, yeah. hey, let's go make a whole bunch of money yeah. and let's go fund the kingdom. That's it. Right? I mean, yeah. what a cool way to live. So, Wade, those are my opening thoughts, yeah. buddy. No, I love it. I'll just, I'll just kind of piggyback on that just a little bit. One of, one of my notes was, I'm talking about hearing from God, finding out what your purpose is, right? Yeah. Your passion, what's your next step? How is he going to lead you? So we have a lot of thoughts going on in our head. And so people love it when you say, well, your thoughts don't define who you are. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's great because I got a lot of jacked up thoughts. I got bad thoughts. Well, on the other side of that, when we have great thoughts, when God is telling us things to do and we don't have any action, yeah. right? It, 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 it's our action that defines who we are. That's right. So yes, you're not acting on those negative thoughts and you're like, yes, I didn't act on those. But are you acting on the thoughts that are good? Are you acting on what God has called you to do, yep. right? Because that defines who you are also, right? Yep. And that, that, that takes faith. Listen, you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some scripture. Well, wait a second. We're talking about business, strategic planning. What scripture have to do with it? It has everything to do with it. That's right. We don't separate God from all the other things that we do in life. That's right. And that's, that's why we are doing 2717 because, listen, we want to live an amazing life that when we look back, we're like, yes, I finished the race, right? I did what God asked me to do to the best of my ability. And the only way you can do that is when you let God in all of it, right? And for yeah. men, we like to, we like to put the shoe boxes in the compartments, right? right. Well, well here's, here's my Christian life. Here's, here's my marriage. Here's my kids. Here's my hobbies. Here's my workout. Here's my friends. Oh, and here's my, my things I don't want to talk about. Right. right. Here's my sins. Here's my addictions. <clears throat> and we pull those out and visit them, right, periodically. Yep. And, and, and the bottom line is, is we got to put them all in the middle of the floor and say, God, I invite you into everything I'm doing, right? Yep. So invite him into your strategic planning. That's, That's where right. I'm going with this, Amen. right? Amen. You got to have him in everything. So uh, your thoughts don't define you. Your actions do. We're going to talk about some great thoughts to put in your head and that you can have action with. Amen. So yeah. I'll kick it back to you. The only other thing I'm going to say on that, and we talked about this pre-recording, is Scripture says uh, um, faith without works is, is dead. Dead. Right? So, um, you know, and another thing I've, I've often, I've heard people say, and I, I have to remind myself, people, um, I want people to judge me by my intentions, while most of the time I judge you by your actions. Right? Mm -hmm. In other words, like, well, I didn't mean to do that. Well, but you did it. Yeah. You know, or the, the vice versa, right? So what yeah. we do matters, Wade. It yeah. really does. It does. Right. Um, it does. Good, good and bad. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. You know, God tells you to do it, go do it. You know, but anyway. So I want to talk about unity um, because um, of all the things that happen in and through strategic planning. And again, I, I, I've done it in all of our businesses other than one, and I do it tomorrow, and then we're done. All of our strategic planning is done. Yeah. But when you bring a team of leaders together, and, and it, I don't know the size of your organization. Um, some of our organizations are, are too big. Like if I try to bring everybody together, it, it just, it's not functional and it's yeah. just not, it doesn't work, right? Yeah. But if you're a team of three 
yeah, bring everybody together, right? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're a team of 50, it may be, that's probably not the best thing, right? Bring your leadership group together, but, but you bring your leaders together and you begin to cast a vision. What, and you know, look, it's my role, or let me just say, this is how I lead. It's my role to hear from God, to, I'm, I've, I've thought it out, I believe I clearly know where we're supposed to go, and in most cases, not all the details, but a lot of the details of how we're gonna get there, Yeah. okay? But I don't say all of that. I come in, I cast the vision, and I, I proverbially throw it on the table, and yeah. I say, hey, here's what I believe God's saying, here's where I believe God is leading, and um, so, here it is, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. And then guess what happens? Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron. We begin to sharpen it. That's it. And then what always happens, I go, wow, what came out of that mm -hmm. was 10 times better than what I came in with. Absolutely. And what comes out of that yeah. is everybody's had a say, everybody's, everybody's added to, taken away, sharpened or whatever, yeah. and then out of that comes unity. That's right. God works through unity. Mm -hmm. God never works through division. That's right. He, he'll never, so if there's division, you know, the enemy's involved, there's something unhealthy going on. Yeah. It may be, maybe in fact, we, we're not leading well, yeah. right? I mean, it could be all of those kind of things. Yeah. But it, through strategic planning, unity is created, yeah. and there is power in, and, and I'll just tell you, a unified team is a fun team. Yeah. It's a fun team to work yeah, for. The atmosphere's good. Atmosphere's good. Yeah. Every, everybody's like going, yeah, and, and everybody in their own way says, I made a difference. Mm -hmm. I impacted this. Yeah. They go home to their wife and say, you know what? We did this. I impacted this. You know, and, and we're four months later. Man, I'm seeing everything yeah. that, I, that I added to this. I, I'm yeah. seeing it make an impact. And they're proud. Their wife's proud of them. I mean, it, it all works. Mm -hmm. But unity is a huge thing that comes out of uh, strategic yeah. planning. Like, so, so when you're in this process of what Merritt's talking about, when you're bringing your team together, and you're bringing your team together because you have a problem, right? You, you need to get better, right? right? We need to grow by 10% or you know, whatever your challenge or your problem is, right? So when you bring your team together, you gotta be careful not to have the blame game. Oh yeah. Right? And, and, and somebody will say, say, well, I'll take the blame for that. Well, no, I don't want you to take the blame because when you take blame, what happens? You hear the, the hurt whisper, right? Mm -hmm. You, you loser, you messed up again, you know, you, you, you failure, you know, whatever, right? We don't want to be, you don't, you don't want to be in a place like that. So right. as, if you're a leader, you're leading your team in this, you don't let people take the blame. You take ownership, right? When you yeah. take an ownership, there's an accountability and it's a healthy thing, yeah. right? So you just don't, you don't want to fall into those kind of categories. So whenever you're coming together and, and you're maybe revisiting, hey, this didn't work, here, here, Let's not go around the table and start blaming each other. Let's just have a healthy accountability, right, of yep. ownership. And then, like Merritt said, let's let everybody participate, your leaders, right? Let's get our ideas, yep. right? Because the bottom line is, is it's, it's, you don't realize how gifted your people are oh, yeah. until you empower them to participate. 100%. Nobody, nobody can, whatever your name is, if your name is Steve, nobody can Steve like Steve, That's right? So the bottom line is God has given us all different giftings and talents. 100%. And if you are micromanaging, if you're just trying to control because you're the leader, man, you're going to make a big mess of it. You've got to do what Merritt said. Let them all participate. 
because you're going to find a, a, a plethora of amazing ideas. And then, like you said, they're going to own it. They're going to be like, I'm a part of this, right? Yep. We're facing a big challenge in our business right now. We just went through a big audit. We found out that we failed one of the areas we've never failed before, mm. ever, in our 17 years or however long it's been, <laughs> 18 years. And it's like, okay, well, we, we've got to come together. And ours is a culture, it's a culture deal, yeah. right? It's our culture. It's not, it's not a piece of paper, oh, well, we need to redefine our, our mission statement. No, this is a culture building mm -hmm. issue mm -hmm. in this particular thing. So now we've got to come back together and we can say, hey, we got to redefine our culture here. What's our, what's, what, what's our, what are we presenting yep. to, to these people that are trusting us, right? How, how are we going to change the culture so the end result changes, yep. right? So that's going to be a part of our strategic planning. Yep. So, well, and when you come through that way, you, you'll have more unity. You know, in that, I love that you brought up blame. <clears throat> you know, maybe there was one or two people where you kind of, kind of had to say, hey, yeah. you know, this is kind of in your, your deal. But nothing productive comes from that. But if you bring in and say, hey, here's a challenge. Here what, here's what just happened. Yeah. How do we solve this? Right? Yeah. You guys all know we have to solve it. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, we got to solve this one. It's a big <laughs> one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and then everybody can come to it. And, you know, the, those group of people, one or two, whatever, they're going, yeah, I, I need to step my game up, right? But, yeah. but that's all a healthy, healthy yeah. thing. All right. Yeah. So, I want to talk about, there's a great book. Maybe you, uh, you've read it. If you haven't, it's Patrick Lencioni, and it's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Mm. Every business leader should read this book. It is, anyway, it's unbelievably foundationally good. Yeah. I want to teach super quick and um, because sometimes I think we, we misbelieve what healthy looks like. Okay. Okay. And I think Patrick Lynch only nails it. So here's the five foundations. He teaches it the five dysfunctions. Right, I teach it the five foundations because I like teaching the positive instead yeah. of the negative. <laughs> yeah, just me. Okay, I'm a positive guy. So anyway, so the found foundation number one is trust. Okay, all healthy relationships, all healthy businesses, the foundations trust. Mm -hmm. You don't have trust, you're not getting past go. Right, yeah. I mean, because it's yeah. it's all jacked up. Right, you don't. Right, so hopefully nobody's in an untrusting environment. But if you are, especially if you're the leader and you've created an untrusting environment because you're unhealthy. Job number one is go back and own it. In that, in that case, I would suggest owning it and saying, hey, I know I've created a mess. I apologize. Thank you for staying on my team. Yeah. We're going to fix this, you know, and then get that trust thing going. Yes. Number two is conflict. Now, here's, you know, Wade and I have done a fair amount of marriage counseling, um, you know, uh, and, and we enjoy doing it. When I hear people say, we've been married 10 years, and they look at you and go, well, honey, I don't think we've had a crossword. Yeah. And they think that I'm like, that's like, wow, okay, I'm super impressed. I'm not going, okay, you guys are really jacked up. That's scary. Okay. That's You've scary. been married a year and you haven't, <laughs> you haven't, I mean, there's something up. Even in the honeymoon, right? You may, you may get into a little spiff. Yeah. But conflict, I'm talking about healthy conflict, is both necessary mm -hmm. and essential yeah. to a healthy team. You have to have, so, so again, we're talking about strategic planning. Yeah. So, so we have trust, let, let's say that's done, and we throw an idea on the table, welcome conflict. Mm -hmm. Right now in this meeting, this is when it should happen. Yeah. And somebody goes, I don't like that idea. Okay, let's yeah. talk about it. 
you know, and, and even if you're the one as a leader that threw it out there and you thought, well, this is where we need to go and somebody's <laughs> shooting it down, don't be thin skinned, yeah. you know, now it doesn't mean you don't defend your position, Sure. but this is where you want conflict. Yeah. You got to tear it apart, man. Duke it out. Whatever you're going to do, whatever happens in that room. Yeah. The, the principle in your marriage that Pam and I lived by, and I, I think we all did this, was, you know, let's say little Johnny wants to go spend the night over at such and such's house, and Johnny asks mom, and mom said, well, let me talk to your dad when he comes come home from work. We go to the bedroom, we shut the door, and she goes, I think it's good. What do you think? And I will say, no, no, no. That kid's parents are a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. I, what do you mean? I, I know this guy. Yeah. No, it's not okay. You know? Yeah. And so maybe we duke it out, so to speak. Sure. The kids don't see it. Yeah. We come out of the deal and, and we say, hey, the answer's no. We're unified. We're unified. Yeah. And then, you know, little Johnny's going to try to, well, mom, I know you were going to say yes. Yeah. No, your dad and I talked about the answer's no, period. Yeah. Don't yeah. bring it up anymore. That's healthy, right? Yeah. And, and, and listen, you've got to make decisions. Right. You, you've got to make a decision. So at the end of the day, you've got to come together, but ultimately you've got to make a decision. Yep. I'd, rather, I'd rather make a decision and move forward, even though it wasn't the best decision, yep. because we're going to get through it, we're going to learn from it, we're going to go, but then to sit there and not make a decision and, and be all over the place and wishy-washy, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and I will say, and do it in unity. In unity, So, so the yes. example is, so mom and dad are behind the clothes. When they come out, the, the team of eight leaders or whoever that is on the yep. team, you duked it out, you had it out, maybe somebody still felt real strong, I still don't think this is what we're supposed to do, but, but in the spirit of unity, I'm on board. That's right. When you leave that room, we're in unity. Making that decision. Everything that happened yeah. in there, all that, and you know, one thing that, and I, I'll, I'll tell, I say this every time in every strap planning meeting, you know, I don't wanna hear anybody say, well, I knew we shouldn't have done that, <laughs> right? Yeah. We're in unity. Yeah. Right, and I don't want that's you right. saying that to anybody else. So, yeah, yeah. that's good. The, the two more steps. The next one is accountability. Mm. Everybody on the team has the authority and to be respectful, but to hold one another accountable. Yeah. So, if we said we're going to fix the, uh, the the problem that happened in our audit, and remember, this is what we said the problem was, and this is what we're going to do to fix it. Hey, I don't see you doing that. Yeah, and I know I'm not Wade. I know I'm not whoever, but. Hey man, brother, we we got to step our game up. Yeah. Right? This 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 isn't what we're supposed to be doing here. Right? Well, it's 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 instilling integrity. Yeah, integrity is is doing what you say. Your yep. words mean something. Hundred percent. Integrity is literally. I believe my words mean something, so I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. Right. And so you've got to build integrity in your team. Yeah. Right. And and you've got to show them what the difference between that and you know, well, I'm a good person or I've got got good morals. Yeah, I mean, you can have all those things, but if you don't have integrity, it really doesn't mean anything. 100%. Because there's no action. Yep. Right? There's no and that, action. And, and what a perfect example of integrity of, you know, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to respectfully hold somebody accountable, mm. even though it may not be my job. I'm putting that in quotation marks, but it is because I do care about this organization. I know the decisions we made. I know they were made in unity, and yeah. I believe that it, it's... It's, it's moving us toward our strategic plan vision of what we had to do to get this serious, significant problem fixed. Yeah. And, and brother, sister, you're not, you're not holding up your end of the deal. Yeah, that's right. right. I mean, that, yeah. that's accountability. Yeah. The, the last one in this deal, and then wait, I'll throw it back to you. Yeah. 
and, and again, so real quick, so you have to have a trusting uh, 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 environment. Um, conflict is both ne necessary uh, and, and healthy. We have to have unity once we come through that. Then we have to have accountability, make sure we're all kind of staying in our roles, doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. The last thing is, and this is sometimes interesting where it gets lost, the results count. Yeah. Getting done what we said we're going to do, what you're talking about, yeah. the difference in morals and integrity. Hey, I got done what I said I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just lip service. Yeah. I said I was going to do it. We went out and did it. And here's what happened. Now, sometimes the result is I did what I said I'm going to do. Here, you know, here's what we did exactly what we're supposed to. We didn't get the result. Yeah. That's when you come back and say, okay, we got to tweak it. We got to do something different. Yeah. But results matter. Yeah. We're in business to get a result. Well, those, there has to be, so when you're, when you're doing these meetings, you have to have measurable goals. Yeah. Right? What, you can't leave everything so vague that somebody thinks maybe they're doing a great job, but they're not. Or they think they're doing a horrible job, and you're like, no, you're killing it. Right. You can't leave open-ended questions right. Right, in these type of meetings, in these plannings. So if you're trying to create new job descriptions for your teams, you know, well, one thing that I've been using is activity-based job descriptions. Yep. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means it is a yes or no. That's right. It is not, uh, we're in education. So um, teach students how to do the program. That's very vague. That's very right? vague, right. It is, I will teach uh, the first part of the uh, program the first week that the student is enrolled and every bit of that will be done by the first week. Well, that's measurable, right? Yeah. Did you do it or did you not do it? Right. right? So, so making sure that you have very measurable goals, not open-ended, you know, stuff that you're just throwing out that, that really you lose track of. Yeah. You know, three months go down, down the way and you're like, oh, crap, where are we at? Yeah. You know, how do we measure this? How, how do we know if we're even right. on the right track? Right. Right. Um, I wanted to shift gears for just a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because there's probably a lot of people that are watching us that, that they, don't, they don't have a, a company. They don't have an organization. True. They might be an individual. So how can an individual have a strap plan for themselves? Yep. Right? Because I think you could use these same principles to forecast what you want to get done this year. 100%. Right? So how could an individual take these and say, I need to have a strategic planning for myself? Yeah. Right? How would you suggest, Merritt, somebody goes yeah. about that? Because there's a lot of people that need that. Well, I run my whole life off strategic plan. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, part of it end again, um, where there is no vision, where we're not hearing from God, the people will perish. Come on. We have to stop. We have to hear from God. And we have to think, you know, um, uh, which for me, you got to turn the noise off. Right? You got you to get quiet. For yeah. me, it's very early in the morning. I've got a routine, I do my thing, I get my workout, I get all that, and then I get quiet. Yeah. And man, God will speak. If we get quiet, mm. God starts talking. Yeah. And, and I begin to get the vision, I begin to get, and, um, and then I write it down. I, I, you know, I type, it's what I do. I don't write, <laughs> I, type, I type. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, I can't even begin to tell you tens of thousands of pages that I have of everything and I've got some that are very formal I've got some that I take notes and I jot I've got so many notes on my cell phone yeah um, but I begin to uh, probably about a decade ago begin to get really serious about this yeah and begin pursuing with like what you're talking about Wade with like an activity-based job description but that specific 
Yeah. And we're going to get this done and we're going to get this done. And, um, and when it got really, really crazy was I went to Tony Robbins Business Mastery in 2016, mm -hmm. I think it was. So that's eight years ago. Yeah. Almost eight years ago. And I'm sitting there in a crowd of 10,000 people, if you can imagine. Um, and God began to download into me. I couldn't write it fast enough. Wow. And I was, I was writing, 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 writing. Yeah. And he gave me specific instructions on what to do and how to do it. Yeah. And I called back to, I had two businesses at the time. And I called back to the lady that was my office manager at my primary business. And I said, when I come home, I'm completely shifting gears. Mm. I'm, I'm, you're not going to see me very much. Yeah. God's calling me to something different. Kind of freaked out. I said, don't freak out. It's all good. Yeah. But, and in less than three years, I was from two businesses to 14 businesses. Wow. Right? Wow. And that, that was all 100% of listening to God, getting his vision, to your point, having the integrity, mm. that I had the integrity with God to trust him enough to step out in faith and go do what he's called me to do. Yeah and then pursue it. And, um, and I'll just tell you, um, it is true for your business, for your personal life. Um, Pam and I practice this in terms of our marriage, doing marriage vision retreats. Yeah. They're way different than what they used to be. When we were raising kids, they were intense. They were, <laughs> um, they were so needed. I mean, because you know, when you're raising kids, you're exhausted yeah. all the time, yeah. right? There's something going on all the time. You're just working, you're trying to pay bills. You're trying to take care of kids. Yeah. There's drama. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, you love your kids, but it's sure. exhausting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we would get away on these very intense things, but, you know, we would, uh, we would take our morning time. We'd get room service into whatever hotel we were, and we would just spend that time in prayer, you know, praying for our marriage, praying for our children, praying for, for our finances, praying for all those key areas, and we would walk out just like this. We would walk out, we would have our debates, we would have our conflict, yeah. we'd do all that. We'd walk out in unity. That's it. And then in the afternoons and the evenings, we just had fun together. Amen. Yeah. And we've done those. So much, everything that we're teaching here, I honestly have applied to my life, whether it's yeah. my marriage, Amen. my family, my personal life, mm -hmm. my personal finances, our businesses, everything. Yes. Everything is yeah. better through this. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So I'm going to go back and piggyback on something you're saying. Um, you, you, I can't remember exactly how you said it, but the bottom line is you're going to you're going to you're going to write these things down. Yep. Oh, you're talking about the notes. How, how you make all the notes yeah. right, of what you're going to do. I'm different than Mayor. I'm not as organized. I don't I don't type as much. I don't even know how to type. So I I, I thumb it right. I plan every single day, Yep. every single day. I, I plan my days every single day, the night before, and I get up that morning, sometimes they shift, and I organize it. I send it to my wife so she knows what I'm doing. But, and then I, I do forecast, right? Okay, so next month I got to get this, this, and this. But the bottom line is, my confidence is always lost, Merritt, when I don't follow through. I don't 100%. have integrity. Yeah. I don't follow through with one of those things that I put on my to-do list. 100%. My confidence is lost. So. When I break promises to myself, mm -hmm. my confidence is drained. I wake up a little more slumped over. I wake up not feeling so great. I wake up not feeling like I can go and achieve what I've been called to achieve. Yep. I start to lose my vision. I start to, right? Yep, yep. But when we keep our promises to ourselves, 
and we do our best. Doesn't mean you fulfill everything, but you're going and you're trying and you're, you're doing your best to right, achieve whatever it is that you set that goal for the day. Yeah. So I've been getting up, right? At Talon's, <laughs> Talon's over here. I've been getting up at five and meeting this beast at the gym. Guess what? If I would have broke that promises and, and just yeah. slept in, ah, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah. Guess what? My confidence in this whole 70 day challenge would be beep, That's right. right? That's right. So in business, in life, in marriage, in children, in everything, when we start to break those promises to ourselves, our confidence goes down, 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 down. Yep. So when you're doing your strategic planning, either for yourself individually or for your massive company, yep. if you start to break your promises that you make when you walk out of that room to all of your employees, to all of your people, when you start to break those promises, their confidence is gone. Yep. They are like, well, yeah, not going to happen, is it? Right. They're not going to follow through. This company is really not saying what they're going to do. Right. right. You start to lose it. They lose it. The atmosphere changes. Everything goes bad. Yep. The unity that you spoke about yep. is built by keeping those promises that you're making together, and it's lost by breaking those promises. 100%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and one of the things you said, Wade, is so key. And I love that you said you share your, your daily plan with Princessa. Yes. Um, the other key, you, the workout commitment with Talon. Yeah. Right. So, so what are some of the lessons in that? When we bring our teams together, when we, when we bring, you know, me by myself, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty decent at keeping the promises to myself. I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But if I commit to Wade and Talon, the likelihood of me keeping my promise went skyrocketed. Sky high. So the reason we bring our teams together and we do all of this, it makes it pretty rough, right? I mean, because yeah. even if the other people don't understand that you're struggling keeping commitment, yeah. and one of your leaders comes up and says, hey man, I, I know we talked about this, you've probably been waiting on me to do something, I apologize, here's kind of what I'm thinking, and you go, oh dude, I was, I was kind of, getting wishy-washy on that whole deal. So, yeah. you know, right. So that's, that's some of the yeah. power in this unity yeah, thing. It is. There's nothing, everything good happens through strategic planning, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know anything. If you do it healthy, right? There's nothing yeah. but good that's going to come of it. And, um, you know, it, uh, to, to say that I, it has impacted my life would be probably the hugest understatement that yeah. I could ever, it's, it's changed and continues to, and I keep trying to um, make it even better. Uh, and, um, but it's, it is, uh, I, I can't encourage you more yeah. Yeah. to do strategic planning. Um, and it's, it's not overly complicated. Um, no, it's not. It, yep. it, it's not. People, man, people, we just get lazy, man. You know, we, we think, ah, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. You keep putting it off. Keep putting it off, you're never going to do it. You yep. Just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. We live in a very unpredictable freaking world. Let's just be honest. I don't know what's going to happen when I walk out of these doors. Yep. I mean, I got, a, I got an idea. I've got my, I got my plan, right? That doesn't mean it's always going to happen. But guess what? I've got a 100% chance of it possibly happening if I've got it written down. It's in my head. I've got a plan. I've got a plan of action. Something is going to happen going towards that. Yeah. Right. But if I don't write it down, I got a hundred percent chance of failure. Yeah. Right. So you, you given yourself a chance at life, yep. right. At achieving the things that you're supposed to do. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to something you said about the accountability. 
So there's another guy that has, uh, you know, said, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work out. And uh, there's a couple of times he hasn't shown up. And I said, hey, I don't want you to text me if you're not going. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know if you're not going. Because if you text me you're not going, then all of a sudden there's, a, there's this little thing going, well, you don't have to go as early. Or, yeah. I, no, I don't want that. I want to know we're doing this. Right. In my mind, there is nothing else. Right. And if I get there and you're not there, so, so what? I'm still doing what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? That's right. And so, you know, uh, one other thing I want to touch base on. And I talk about integrity. You know, thousands of years ago, all we had, all we had were our word. People made vows, and covenants. Kings made covenants with other kings, right? Mm-hmm. Marriage, vows. It was, it was a bond to death. It meant everything. Yep. And now everybody's like, well, how do you feel? How do you feel? Did you go with your gut? No, because... My gut told me I was hungry, and I ate, you know, lunch, and now I'm not hungry anymore. So my feelings have changed, right? Our feelings are up and down, all over the freaking place. Yeah. That's why we got to have our moral compass. God needs to be the center of everything we're doing, and when He's the center of everything we're doing, our moral compass is leading us into the right path, right, of truth and love. <clears throat> we're not going by our feelings. Our feelings are wishy-washy, right? Well, man, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling that that's the right thing to do in our business. Well, why aren't you? Yeah. Well, you've got to stop going by your feelings and you've got to go by what God has called you to do. People give up all the freaking time. They just give up. Yeah. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. People give up, man. We got hard. <laughs> I want to say something. I'm not going to say it. Get your big boy pants on yeah. and, and go to work, man. Yeah. Go to work. Life is freaking hard. The yeah. obstacle is the way. We talk about that, yeah. right? you got to dig in. you got to get some of him, right? Some of his want to in you, and you've got to go and do the hard work. you got to get up, and you got to grind, and you got to hammer down. you got to overcome the problems and the trials and tribulations of this world if you want to have any success in anything in your life because listen, if you think that your kids or that yourself, that you're, that you're going to go through life and it's going to be all roses, you are so freaking mistaken. You cannot go through life. Listen, if you've been alive for 10 minutes, you've already been affected by this life. Mm-hmm. This world is jacked up, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So we've got to come together. We've got to have a plan of action and we've got to go to war. Right? We got to go to war. If we want the things out of life, we got to go to war. We got to put our minds to it, our hearts to it, and we got to be about the Father's business. Yep. And I'll say this I think you should, you should pray about creating a culture of love and forgiveness. There you go. Why? Well, somebody once said, kind of a big deal, this person, what's the greatest, when he was asked, what's the greatest commandment? Love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love people, right? <clears throat> it was Jesus. That fulfills all the law. How does that fill all the law? All the Ten Commandments. How's that? Well, because when you love God, you don't want to sin, you don't want to do bad things. When you love people, you don't want to hurt them. Right. That basically, in a nutshell, fulfills the law. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right? But if you can teach people how to, how to forgive, because when you do business together, you're going to want to blame. You want to, ah, you screwed up. You dropped the ball. You did this. You you got to forgive. Yeah. People are messy. We're jacked up. Yeah. Forgive. Love. 
love, right? Love people, forgive. You're going to do amazing things together when you come together, like Merritt said, yeah. and you're united. When you're united, I'm telling you, man, you can do all great things, Amen. right? Through Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Right? Love it. Love it. Hey, listen, um, I hope you're fired up about doing some strategic planning. I hope that uh, Wade yeah. and I have shared some stuff with you, maybe give you uh, some insight on how to do that. But uh, yeah. we're, we're 2717. We're iron sharpening iron as one man, one woman strengthens another. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. If you like us, subscribe, share yep. it. Uh, man, we, we're, just, we're just so happy you guys are following us, and we hope we're blessing you. Amen. Right. See you next time. God See bless. See you guys.